Imagine loving your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor. And I am so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode where we are talking about the four things you need to know when you wanna make a midlife career change. Now, this topic is near and dear to my heart because I was someone in a midlife funk who wanted to make a midlife career change, but felt so stuck and confused that it seemed insurmountable. For me, it was from 45 to 50 years old. And, you know, even as I say this, I can't believe it. Five long freaking years. I totally couldn't see my way out of it to make the change that I I knew I needed to make happen, right? And to make matters worse, I was scared to death, but had no idea why. In fact, I wasn't even clear that I was afraid. (laughs) I didn't know what was going on. So we're going to talk about all of this and also identify some of the very specific things that you need to know if a midlife career change is on your mind. Here's the thing. It's common to want change at your age or stage, right? To want to change things up. And I use age and stage quite intentionally. You can have a midlife funk at a variety of ages. It's really the combination that's unique to you that has created what you're feeling, like boredom, or not feeling challenged, or not being content, that sort of thing. The way it shows up for you may be different, but the bottom line usually is that it used to be okay, and now it isn't. (laughs) Things used to be all right, and they aren't that way anymore. And you can't stop thinking and spinning about what to do next, or what you want to be when you grow up. (laughs) So, for whatever reason, you're ready for a change, or almost ready for a change. And for whatever reason, you're not content anymore. So think for a second, what is it for you? You've been there too long? You're not challenged or growing anymore? You're bored? Or you were never that happy in the first place? Wow, (laughs) that doesn't make you or me really happy to hear something like that. Are you questioning why you went into this career, this career direction in the first place? I've heard this kind of thing from amazing women in the middle like you. Did you settle? Did you have a career dream that you didn't pursue because someone in your family didn't think it was a good idea? Like maybe your parents or your grandparents? Like maybe you can't make money that way. Like an artist or a musician. Or maybe you didn't take that path when you had to make a decision like you were at the fork in a road a few decades ago. Maybe it was an artistic type of career, but not actually you being the artist, like maybe interior design or or working um, with artists in another way, like uh, owning a studio or having a place for art classes, that sort of thing. Or being an entrepreneur that featured artists, like owning a gallery or running running shows where artists book vendor vendor uh, tables, that sort of thing. Or maybe even deciding to pursue your love of yoga or exercise or something like that. These are just untraditional ways to go versus doing something that gave you a title, 
like a dental hygienist or a lawyer or or a doctor or a nurse. You know what I mean? Like uh, titles, an accountant, an engineer, anything that's a little different, a little artsy, a little unusual, where the career path wasn't as direct or expected. So what happened to so many is that you pursued the more traditional route that was more of a guaranteed success or a guaranteed path, path forward with income wise, right? That sort of thing. So you know that you wouldn't end up under a bridge with a grocery cart, right? <laughs> or is that, just, is that just my big fear? When I think about the worst case scenario of not being successful and everything crapping out, I'm always under a bridge with a grocery cart. So what about you? Do you have a go-to vision about what horrible thing might happen? Think back to ninth grade careers class. Now, I grew up in Pennsylvania. My kids grew up in Ontario. And here in Canada, we say grade nine. (laughs) So I don't know if this was part of your experience, but both for me and for my kids, there was a grade nine uh, type of careers class. Now, you probably had to write something about what you wanted to be. I remember I wrote down commercial artist. So that would have been like graphic art or graphic artist or something like that. Now, that's more of that, what it's called. And I was in love with letters and alphabets and calligraphy and printing. I used to fantasize about owning a fancy paper store. And I I still, my heart goes all a Twitter when I find myself in a store that has all that textural paper. Um, So it's all related to that fascination I have with writing. But I also had this weird thought about going into the arts of any kind. And while I loved being creative, and I was actually even voted most creative in my high school class, (laughs) I had this idea in my brain that it wouldn't be academic or intellectual enough. And now I see that kind of thinking as kind of ridiculous. Of course, it's intellectual enough. The creative, anything creative is totally intellectual enough. But the way I was looking at it, it wasn't. And that was the thought that guided my career for the next few decades. I ended up pursuing my fascination with behavior change and ended up with a master's in applied social psychology. Totally good fit, all good. And it was a rewarding career. Now, there was nothing wrong with this first career. It was health promotion, health education, health publishing. And in my mind, it was intellectual. But I have to tell you, the more I think about it, it is communication. And one of the projects, actually three of the projects that were my absolute favorite favorite in my last job was when I developed three children's books. And that had me working directly with the artist and with the graphic designer about the art. And I absolutely loved it. So what else do I wish I'd been studying most of my life? Well, art, painting, graphic design, of course, obviously, right? So in my case, it's not that I have regrets, but it really does make you think about what's going on in your mind. And I hear this sort of thing pretty regularly. The thing is that the reason you have what you have and do what you do is because of what you're thinking and how you're feeling. So ask yourself, what did you always think you would do when you were a kid? That is, what did you think you wanted to be when you grew up? You know, it's funny. Right now, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking, In the early, early years, like in elementary school, I wanted to be a teacher. And the vision I had with that was writing on the board. I got to use chalk on a chalkboard and get paid for it. So again, it was about writing and letters and communicating. 
So that definitely seems to be a like an undercurrent in the things I'm always attracted to. But what about you? What did you want to be when you grew up? What and then think, what was it about this career path that got you excited? Why didn't you pursue it in the first place? Is there anything about the work that you do now that has a little bit of that dream job in it? Like I was just saying with the writing and communicating. Any skills, any similarities? What about your initial career idea is missing from your current career? And here's a question I really love. If fear of spending money to train or fear about the amount of money you would make wasn't part of the equation, what would your dream job be? So what I mean is, what is the best way you can think of for you to earn a living if money wasn't part of the equation? What would be the best way for you to contribute to the world? And then get ready. What's stopping you from pursuing this now, even at your age? I love to think about this and I want you to think about it. It's a great way to take a look at what you really think and what you really want when you find yourself saying, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know what I want to do next. So exploration into your mind, my amazing friend, that is what you have to do. That is what you need to do. Be really honest with yourself about the answers to these types of questions and more. My guess is that what you'll find is lots of limiting beliefs about what you think is true. The thing is that the answers to these questions are thoughts and thoughts are subjective. They're not factual. They aren't you. They are thoughts you're choosing to think that make you feel a certain way and then do certain things as a result. What you need to know and really believe is this. Do the work to honestly identify what you're thinking. It's critical for you to bust out of this midlife career funk you're in and set yourself free. I know that sounds lofty, but it is so true. You unstick yourself by tapping into your true thoughts. That is the way forward. Questioning yourself about whether or not you like your reasons for believing those thoughts is also really important to do. When I did this, I realized how many fear-based decisions I was making regularly, and I didn't like those reasons at all. That insight helped me move forward, and it will help you too. So here are what I think are the top four things you need to know when you want to make a midlife career change. The first thing is, you're really not too old. That's T-O-O. You're really not too old. If you catch yourself thinking about this, you need to really look carefully at your beliefs. Thinking you're too old is not a written fact in stone. It's a subjective thought. The thing is, I believe you're not just older, but you're older and wiser but you're only choosing to focus on aging and making it mean that you're too old, not older, but too old. And that too old is worse. You may not really understand that you're setting yourself up to feel bad because you can't stop time. You will continue to get older and you already think you're too old. So where can you go from here? (laughs) When you think you're too old, notice how you feel old. It's probably not that useful, my friend. And all you have to do is take a second or two and head over to Google and search in quotes, success after 50. 
You do that and you will blow this belief right out of the water. You will see many people who found their success groove later in life when they were older and wiser. Two, you can be happier. Happiness is a feeling and feelings are created by the way you think. But for so many, it's hard to believe that you can be happier both in your current job and in a job that you think you want more. But here's the thing. You can create more happiness in your life whenever you want. So with your current job, it's fun to practice managing your mind more to create more happiness and to prove to yourself that you can do it. This is a great idea because when you're happier, change usually feels less scary. There's really no downside to being happier right now. Now, with the job or career you're thinking and dreaming about, you don't just have to think that you have no control over feeling happy. We tend to think that we have to make the right decision, right, in quotes, the right decision when it comes to intentional change. And then there's a lot of pressure to make that choice. But what if either option is right because you can be happier whatever you choose? Why? Because it's up to you to learn to think on purpose so you are more intentional with the way you're spending your valuable time. Three, it's not really starting over if you change careers. When you are our age, you've been around the block when it comes to your work life. You've seen things, done things, and learned things. Yet, when you think about making a big change or pivot in midlife, you can be sucked into the belief that you're starting over. And that can seem big and scary with lots to lose. But it's not like it was when you were 20 or 30. You've grown. You have experience. You have a resume with accomplishments. You're not just starting over or starting from scratch, even though you may be starting something new or even if you're going back to work for the first time in a very long time. Make sure to separate these two ideas in your head. Without careful supervision of this thinking, things may seem more daunting and risky than necessary. You're really not starting over. Work on that one. Okay, number four, your mindset is going to set you free. Ah, yes, this is the big one because it's about you believing in yourself and your ability to manage your mind. It's common to believe that the new job will solve the problem, that the new career will save you from an unfulfilling professional life, that the pivot will be everything. And while there are many compelling reasons to change your career path, you won't find what you hope to find until and unless you dial in your mindset and understand the power of your thinking. This is a huge shift from the way most of us think. It's common to look out there for some external thing to make it all better. I'm always looking out into the yard. Where is that thing that you won't be free to live the professional life that you're hoping to find until you also find the right job direction. But that's not how things work. You set yourself free by believing that you can set yourself free, that you can be happier and more fulfilled because you know how to create that for yourself, that you are ready for more, that you're making the right decision, whatever it is. Freedom really comes from your belief in yourself no matter what, and you have control over that not the person reviewing your application or a client's praise for your service as an entrepreneur. Freedom is a feeling, and you know where that feeling comes from, right? The way you think about opportunity, about decisions, about what's possible. This is good news because you're figuring things out already or you wouldn't be listening to this episode. My guess is that you're ready for more belief in yourself for sure. 
Okay, my friend, that's it for today's episode. My focus as a midlife coach is to help you waste less time spinning and feeling stuck. It's time to get excited about your life again. Being the queen of your brain domain is the best way to be. Check out the show notes with more information and links at susierosenstein.com. And if you're ready to finally put yourself first, you can become a first lady. Join my new midlife membership, Finally First. This is an upbeat virtual community for midlife women who want to stop feeling stuck and confused and finally start making the changes they want in their next chapter. The clarity, courage, and connection you're looking for is only one click away. Sign up for the VIP waitlist now because the doors will open again soon and you'll be ready to go. Head over to www.iamfinallyfirst.com. Let's do this, ladies, one thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.